Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for having me back. It's Monday, December 4th, 2023, National Cookie Day to start the week off right. Now let's talk college football, the death of a prison guard, and the George Santos vote. My name's Ike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. December is well underway, which means the snowbirds are showing up in Orange Beach and Gulf Shores, eh? Christmas parades are scheduled all over beginning this week, and Magic 96.5 has brought Mariah Carey back into our lives for another year. Now also, keep an eye out for Santa Claus at malls and Bass Pro Shops. He wears crimson and white, you know. It's definitely more crimson than in his garnet. You might have heard by now that an early goodie came in the form of a berth in the college football playoffs for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Saturday's 27-24 SEC championship win over top-ranked Georgia was enough for the playoff committee to move Alabama from number 8 up to number 4 in the college football playoff rankings. Also moving up four spots to number 3 was Texas, the only team to beat the Tide this season. So we might get to see a do-over of that season opener in the national championship game on January 8th. Now, for that to happen, Alabama has to first beat number one Michigan, and Texas has to beat number two Washington in the semifinals on New Year's Day. Now, also playing in bowl games this winter are Jacksonville State in the New Orleans Bowl December 16th against Louisiana, Troy in the Birmingham Bowl December 23rd against Duke, South Alabama in the 68 Ventures Bowl December 23rd against Eastern Michigan, and Auburn in the Music City Bowl, December 30th against Maryland. The Alabama Department of Corrections has denied that tear gas exposure killed a corrections officer last month, reports AL.com's Savannah Rinkew. Correctional officer Yashea J. Chapel died November 10th after an asthma attack at home, according to a department spokesperson. Alabama political reporter ran a story that said Chapel quote, died from an asthma attack induced by inhaling mace. But meanwhile, the department has said that there are no documented incidents that have Chapel coming into contact with chemical agents on the job. When the U.S. House of Representatives voted this past Friday to expel New York Congressman George Santos, more than 100 Republicans voted along with nearly all Democrats to reach the two-thirds majority needed. But among Alabama Republicans, only one voted yes on the expulsion, reports AL.com's John Sharp. Now, overall, the yes votes won 311 to 114. The vote comes a couple weeks after the House Ethics Committee found substantial evidence that Santos has repeatedly broken the law. Now, he's not been convicted of anything, but he faces 23 charges of wire fraud, money laundering, aggravated identity theft, and credit card fraud. Of course, Santos has for some time now made news as inaccuracies have been revealed in his own personal backstory, such as a Wall Street career and a college degree. Congressman Robert Adderholt, a Haleyville Republican, voted yes on the expulsion, joining Birmingham Democrat Terry Sewell. The rest of Alabama's House delegation, all Republicans, voted no some reasoning that taking such a rare step might lead to its being abused. Adderholt said he'd have voted yes if it were a Democrat caught in this situation, so he did the same with a Republican. Quote, I don't believe that even a slim majority should excuse such gross, unethical conduct. Politics should not be considered in such a matter. 
Well, thank you all so much for listening. We're going to come back here tomorrow and do this again. Until then, y'all come on by and see what we're up to on the internet at AL.com.